was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Hello, it's time for another episode of Alienation, the newcomer podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and joining me as usual is my brother, Michael. Hello, everybody. Today is all about you guys, our listeners. Yes. I know we've been on hiatus for a bit. Michael's been kind of crazy. I've been out of the country. Literally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, been a, it's been an interesting few months, but we are back again. Stronger than ever. We are going to start off this new season of uh, Alienation Podcast with our wonderful listener comments that we've gotten over the past almost like a year and a half, two years. I can't believe that. I know. You so, just got a lot more gray, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are going to jump right in and just read your guys' comments. We'll answer questions if there are questions. We will, uh, whatever whatever you guys say, we will, uh, we will comment on them. Um, and then starting in June, June 10th, we will be back with our commentary for the first of five TV movies, Dark Horizon. Oh my goodness. Which you, Michael has not seen yet. Are you guys ready for this? He's super duper excited. I was still shocked that he had never seen any of these TV movies. I have not, so I, I'm just excited. I'm probably more excited than you guys, actually, <laughs> but hopefully you guys are excited as I am. So Yes. All right, so let's jump on in. We're going to first start with our Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at AlienationCast. Uh, there's not a huge amount of, of chatter there. Uh, we post every once in a while. Mostly it's you know new episode release is when I tweet there's new episodes out. But there are two people who I frequently chat with on Twitter. The first one is at EdwardsGerman3. He is one of the most talkative on Twitter. I think he comments on Twitter with every single episode, so I really do appreciate that. Yeah, buddy. And the other one is bonk underscore of underscore 37, and he's actually my buddy Aaron Jackson, so I actually know him because we work together on the Guild, and he's also a huge fan, and he actually makes comments about episodes as well on Twitter. So I really appreciate you guys commenting on Twitter. We would love to get more comments on Twitter. Again, you can follow us at AlienationCast. You can follow me, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy. You can follow my brother at MasterJedi1975. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes, we would. Now, these are from our Podbeam website. Um, this one's from Tanya. She puts, So I thought about lilac for gang colors as I was watching it. It seems to me that it's close to their blood color, so they would think it was badass. Jess's bloods probably choose their color for the same reason. That's a very good comment. I didn't think about that. That their color. Remember in that episode, the gang, like yeah, yeah. Buck's gang, Buck's gang. Yeah, they were the. They were the lilac. We made fun of it. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, lilac. They're tough. They're purple, <laughs> but it actually is a similar color to their blood. Correct. So, yeah, I think about it when technically your blood's blue, and then when yes. it, you cut yourself, it comes out red. So, man, no, yeah, no. kudos, Tanya. Kudos. Good call. Good call. Yep. Um, to continue on with this, um, she put also, as far as Lori Petty being a regular, she probably didn't because she had a starring role on a short-lived TV series, also on Fox, the same year. It was Booker, which was an offshoot of 21 Jump Street with oh, Richard Greco. I do remember that. See, I don't. Yeah, I do remember, because I was a big 21 Jump Street fan, so when he went to his own website, when, his, you know, when he did a spinoff to Booker, I forgot she was part of that. That probably makes sense because she probably did both shows 
and then Booker went, and so she decided to go with that instead. And you're also older than me, so you would probably have a better recollection <laughs> of that. Yes, but it would but it would have been cool if her character was maybe became a love interest for Buck. More frequent type yeah. thing, right? Or at least popped in every once in a while. It was unfortunate she was only to a few episodes. But that happens, you know? Cause, oh, no, Because you got people, you know, commitments with other things. Yep. And, and... and these are shot months in advance. Right. And so stuff pops up, and, you know, they have to take what's what's good for them. Okay, and I kind of like the little proof reading on this, a proof reading, I would say, and I like this one. This was so. This is also with Tanya. I thought it was funny that Matt let Buster get get it on one more time in that store. <laughs> and if you guys remember, that was a, it was a fifteen seconds, fifteen minutes, with fifteen Wanda. minutes with Wanda, fifteen with Wanda, That's fifteen. With Wanda. One of my favorite, yes, episodes. Favorite okay, episodes. my brother's favorite. Every episode, we know that everyone's <laughs> his favorite. But this was one of my favorite episodes. And so her, I, I, she's just making a comment saying. Um, because there was a, a dead person. It was a crime scene. She goes, isn't that against the law? And I thought of it. You know what? He's in trouble anyways. Give him one more last hoorah. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, because he's he was uh, doing like a witness protection. Right. So he's going to go back into witness protection. Like into hiding again. And he took that. What was that serum call? That they took that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Serum? <laughs> oh, man. See, this is what happens. <laughs> been too long since we recorded the podcast it's totally leaving my mind but they had taken that yes so they hadn't consummated their love yet which you have to do so i i, I yes it's against the law there's a body there but see also but, i think too because remember matt had also that one newcomer that was infatuated with him yes. too so you know it was because of the same pheromone that yes. was taken by uh buster yes, yes. so it was kind of you know he was like all right i understand the effects <laughs> let's make this happen get it over yeah this guy's dead over there but we're cool okay <laughs> but uh no that was that was one of my favorites from yeah, tanya yeah um Let's she, see she has what a else. Bit more now. She's a little bit more here. She's put it's great podcast period. I found it randomly when someone mentioned it on Get Glue. Get Glue. Very cool. Get Glue is like a where you log in where you're watching stuff or you're listening to stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, you get little badges. See, I'm learning something new too. There you go. She put, I just started rewatching the show. I haven't seen it since its original broadcast. It would be cool if they did another TV movie about how they're doing now. I totally agree. Oh, I would lo- I would love another series, but if they can just give us a two hour movie, and they can bring the cast back, the entire cast is around still. They're all still there. Yep, yep. It would be cool to see twenty years later, and they should. That I mean, they're cool. doing. They did Tron. Yeah, they did. They're going to do Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yeah. Um, they can definitely do where episode now, seven so. <laughs> come on 35 years later people for yeah. you star wars fans out there um so yeah my brother and i are both in agreement. i think it'd be great for them to bring to do one like at least just one more final hoorah because they let yeah. it they left it short for us you yeah. know the only thing that would make this podcast better is if you guys did it twice a month looking forward to the next show uh, tanya <laughs> l-o-v-e sweetie love you but let me tell you <laughs> yeah if if we did two podcasts every month Oh man, I mean, <laughs> they're they're rough between our two schedules, his family, and just everything that I'm doing. It's it's so hard. We have a hard time. Why do you think we took a break? Because we just ran out of there was no free time. Cause we you know we have to sit down, watch the episodes. We normally watch two episodes at a time, so that's two hours of our time. Then we go and record the podcast, which is probably an hour per episode at least, at least. And whenever we take a break in between, so you're looking at almost four to five hours of time, and then. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but believe me. But when you got work and kids and life and kids yep. and kids and kids. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, but you know what, Tanya? Actually, I mean, I would love to do it too, but oh, yeah. you think about this too. If we do two episodes, 
you know, we're not going to be around much longer. I mean, yeah, we would have done it within maybe three years. And this is a good bonding experience with my brother and I. I get to see him more. Yes. And uh, so, you know, that's why I think we kind of spread it out too so we can spend more time with each other. But I would love to do, you know, two episodes. Two episodes. That would be perfect. But ideally, all my other podcasts I do are two episodes per month. But see, this is special, Tanya. (laughs) This is for you, okay? For you, that's why, okay? Yes, there we go. (laughs) But thank you very much, Tanya. We really appreciate that one. Yes, thank you so much for sending in your comments. Keep them coming. All right, next up we have emails. We've got quite a few emails. They're not from a wide variety of people, but we do have some very loyal emailers. And so we're going to read some of their emails. We're not going to read them all because there are quite a few, uh, but we're definitely going to read some of them. The first one says, hey, guys, loving the Alienation podcast. I remember watching the show as a kid and loving it. And I just recently picked it up on DVD. And boy, does it ever stand the test of time. I totally agree with that. Oh, absolutely. So we talked about it. It's oh, a 20-year-old series. It's and so it's relevant still today. Relevant now, I know. It's so crazy. If you ever want to guest on the show, I'd love to sit, uh, sit in and chat. I'm all for that, too. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get some... some uh... You know, it's funny. I was telling my brother I would like... Because I wanted to do a live broadcast with the phone calls coming yes. in. But I, if you guys want to come in and, and share your thoughts and do an episode, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I have definitely. no problem just with that. Just let us know. Just email us at uh, alienationpodcast at gmail.com. And come know. on down. You are more than welcome. <laughs> he actually hosts a movie review show called Armchair Directors with a decent following on YouTube. Plus, we're on TV in about half a million homes in southern Ontario. Wow. Very cool. Congratulations. That's awesome. Uh, and I can give your podcast a plug on my show. Uh, th- this was a great show that more people should be aware of. And I totally agree with you. And he says, again, cheers, mercy. So thank you so much, mercy. Uh, yeah, definitely. We definitely will bring you on, uh, especially when we do the longer, the two hour movies, cause there'll be more to talk about. Yeah. And if, I mean, please contact us. I would, I would love to meet yep. you. Uh, it's always good to hear from a fan and, yes. uh, you know, let's get together and, we'll, you know, yeah. get your we we'll get an outside inside, I guess, right? Cool. An outside perspective. Yeah. You know? I think it'd be a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. So we'll definitely be in contact. The next email is from Data Logan. Um, here we go. It says, great podcast, guys. I'm enjoying a revisit to Alienation. After watching the series on TV back when I was 12 or 13, I now have all the DVDs. I think I last watched them all about two years ago. So maybe a good time to go back and rewatch. Totally agree. I try to do it at least every few years. I try to rewatch the entire series. And I should do it more because, I mean... Well, you own them too. Now, now I know. But but again, when we when my brother had the idea of this and I, I was so for it, and then he goes, oh, yeah, I just watched them a couple years ago. I go, I haven't seen them in 18. He goes, what? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I agree with you 100%. I'm going to start doing it. Um, it. It is a great series. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you. He also continues with, I've listened to your first four episodes and will certainly be listening to more. I'm sure by the time he's, uh, by the time we're reading this, because this was back in May of uh, 2012. So it's been a while. So I apologize that we're waiting so long to do these emails, but we really appreciate them and we figured we might as well do them now since we're doing hey, our, our listener comments. Better na- better la- later than never, right? Or now than, whatever that was. Better damn. late than never. There he goes. Better late than never. Very true. I felt the first episode got a little too preachy in the scene at Emily's school. Just what was Syke doing shooting his gun off in public into the air? That's dangerous. Those bullets come down somewhere. I always think to myself that Sykes was shooting blanks and only he knew it. Yeah, I mean, I understand. He was doing it to make a dramatic point. 
to calm the crowd down. But you're right. You shouldn't be shooting guns up into the air. You know, bullets do tend to fall. So, And I think regarding the preachy part, um, it was necessary to just... Yes. It was necessary to have that. I mean, I understand why you're saying why was it so preachy, but I do understand why they had it. You know, I think this it was is, appropriate. This is, yeah, right? Seat. This is Emily and her school, and she's the first alien, the first yeah. newcomer in a middle class, and they're coming there, and they're like, well, we don't, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that gives you your dramatic scene with Matt Sykes. It was extremely dramatic. Right. So. Yeah, and they may have heightened it slightly, but that's what they're supposed to do. And that's why I loved it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> He also continues with, in your episode four, you guys played a clip from episode 15 with Wanda. Favorite! Where George says that he wasn't even there when Buck was born. I thought you might comment about the inconsistency. We we later learn in the series that it's actually the male technonese that gave birth. So how could George have possibly missed that? I totally agree. It was just, a, it's a, you know, they it was early on in the series, they didn't have everything flushed out. Uh, unfortunately, things like that happened, and they needed, they wanted the George to be pregnant so they could have a good scene with him and Matt giving birth. So they changed their own history and made it so the male Tinkanese couldn't have babies, which contradicts him not being there for Buck's Buck. birth. So, I mean, those things you just have to take with a grain of salt. Um, you know, you hope they don't have them, and luckily there wasn't a lot of those in this series. But like I said, I thought I love the idea that the males give birth. Right. So I do. I, I can overlook that little thing when with such a cool idea. But good call, Data Logan. Good call. <laughs> Way to be observant, man. All right. Well, he actually has a theory uh, why this is. He says, by the way, perhaps there is a possibility of a surrogate father. George and Susan did have sex with Albert involved as a catalyst, of course. But a few months later, when the pod was ready for transplantation, George, for some reason, wasn't available or wasn't allowed by the overseers to take the pod. So some other compatible guy carried Buck's pod to term. That's a good possibility as well. The surrogate father idea contradicts later shows, though. I'm not absolutely sure, but I think there is a scene in a later episode when George is carrying his third child's pod, and he says something like, it wasn't like this with the other kids, directly implying, although still not really, still not only implying that he had actually carried both Buck and Emily. So how could he have missed the birth? Maybe he was just unconscious during the birth, like the overseer doctors had knocked him out or something. Any way you go with this, it's a pretty interesting story, I think. Something that could have been expounded upon or even seen in flashbacks if the show had continued. Imagine the episode where we would meet Buck's surrogate father. I totally agree. <laughs> it would have been cool. I mean, I love these, you know, what if type of uh, the Yeah, those kind of what things. if scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, those are all good theories. I think it could have been any number of things. Or it could have just been a really, you know, bad, badly written. Like I said, they wanted to change the their idea of how aliens, uh, Tinkanese were, give, were birthed. And they want the fathers to do it, so just contradict the story. Yeah, it's going to happen. Though. Yeah. You know, it, unfortunately, it's going to happen, and, and I'm glad there's people like you out there that pick that apart, and, you know, and, and it's good, because then you have the conspiracy theories, you know, of <laughs> maybe he did this or that. So, yeah. no, good, good, good job. He also concludes with, uh, this touches upon something deeper. There are quite a few times when the show changes direction or retcons something. Retcons in parentheses, and it says something. You've talked about how the show has great 
continuity how storylines like Buck's gang are continued from one episode to another. This is true and great part of the show, but I think you also have to acknowledge when the show just suddenly changed with little or no explanation. This is especially true between the movie and the pilot, and then between the pilot and the rest of the series. With number one, how Tech and these children were gestated was not decided until later on, which is why George has that flub line about not being there when Buck was born. This is also why we don't see any pregnant newcomer men in the background in early episodes, but you do see them in later episodes. Number two, Technini's disease storyline from pilot episode is just dropped with no resolution. Number three, Sally, or Sal's character, never seen again after the one episode, 15 with Wanda. Love that episode. Number four, the number and age and sex of George Kids changed from the original movie to the series. I can't quite remember off the top of my head, but I think in the movie, George had two sons, and they were both younger than Buck. I didn't know that. Is, is that true? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, good call. Number five, super newcomer drug from the movie dropped in the series. I remember that. Number six, newcomer prostitutes, known as acknowledged by George in the movie, but then in later series, seem to know nothing about them when he and Sykes meet one on the street in Little Lost Lamb. Number seven, newcomers didn't have clear memories of the overseers in the series pilot, calling them a word that also means demon. Yet later on in the series, they have a clear memories of who and what the overseers were and how they controlled the cargo. And then also, he continues on, you mentioned you were also going to cover the novels eventually. That's pretty cool. I, I read all of them a year ago and would love to revisit them, but don't have any copies anymore. I remember that a lot of them in parentheses, at least the first two or three set after the series, were directly used as a basis for the made-for-TV movies that followed the show. Yep. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, between the movie and the, the series, obviously that's going to be different because the movie is not associated with the, with the TV series. So, I mean, they, you know, the characters are different. I mean, there's similar characters, but definitely um, different takes on them. You know, kid-wise and relationship-wise and all that stuff. So, I mean, that doesn't bother me as much. From pilot to series, again, a pilot can be shot a year in advance. It gets picked up for a series, and it can be a year later before we see the series. And, you know, maybe they do want to change things or they want to drop things. So, I mean, you're going to get those inconsistencies all the time with with TV. But I did like how they, they did incorporate the movie to the series. Some of it. A little, you know, the car where his partner got shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of neat because, you know, you're like, maybe he didn't get killed by that pool because he got killed by the guy in the grassy knoll type thing. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean, though? That no, was kind of no, no. That stuff was kind of neat. You're right. So I, I, I did like that. Yeah. How they but did they that definitely part. picked and choose oh, what they wanted to pull out of the movie and then they kind of ignored the rest of the stuff. But, you know, you, you can't knock them for that. So they picked, I think. I mean, it's just how picky, nitpicky you want to be. See, for me, I don't, I don't like to nitpick things. I enjoy it. If it all fairly makes sense, I can kind of turn a blind eye to it and just go with it. Yes. If it was entertaining, I'm good to go. I don't really need to (laughs) pick it apart. Nope, I'm with you. All right. Oh, and as for the books, yes, I know a lot, a few of the first books were actually turned into the movies, the TV movies, but we are going to cover both. We're going to cover the TV series or the TV movies first, and then we'll go back and we'll review the books and we'll probably actually like, you know, um, compare and contrast the book and the movie because they are different you know i'm sure the book will be much more detailed in though some they're places, based off the same but they're based the same, it's the same right. story all right he continues this is a really long email but thank you so much for this we really really like it the book i remember liking the most although i 
forgotten a lot about it over the years was the one where they cover what happened on the ship just prior to the crash and then what happens in the first few weeks of Earth after the crash. I think it's, the book is called Day of Descent. Uh, in this, we learn that George and his brother were both in a resistant movement that caused the ship to crash. George and his brother had both been caught and were being forced to play the game by the time the ship uh, crashed. So George wasn't actually involved in the crash itself. But you know who, uh, who was heavily involved? Uncle Moodry. Uncle Moodry! <laughs> who was also in the resistance. In fact, I think it was Moodry's tie with the resistance that even ensured that George and so many of his family members were together on the ship in the first place. You guys mentioned how George's family have pretty common names, not crazy reused names like so many of the other newcomers were given. Well, in the book, they established the names of family uh, were first given when they landed. So it's Sam Francisco. We knew that they changed that, and he changed, and Sykes changed it to George, George. in the movie. Right. That never happened in the series. Uh, we have Susan, and he has a question mark after that, Buck Naked. So, and then Emily Dickinson. Uh, I don't remember Susan's original last name. It's been years since I read the book, but I'm sure it was one of a famous person. Buck got his name because he was literally found walking naked in the desert uh, some distance from the bulk of the crash site. Of course, later on, once humans were able to translate the newcomer's language and talk to the people, they found out that Sam Francisco and his family were related, so they changed all the other family members' last names to match Sam's. And of course, Sam changed his name to George after Sykes recommended it in the original movie. Or you can count it uh, as a retcon. So, that's it. So thank you so much, Data Logan, for all your great comments and Hopefully we answered a few of those questions, but uh, yeah, it's just, for me overall, I just go with the flow. So I like something, I, um, you know, it's, it's, it's okay with me if they fudge change a little the bit. little stories here and there. It doesn't bother me that much. We got another one from Mike Bennett. Hi, I just came across your podcast and subscribed. It's a great listen, great info, great trivia, a great podcast you guys run. I was listening to the trivia from the pilot podcast, and it referenced Sykes and Kathy living on Lacey Street. I don't know if you guys already know this, but it may be worth mentioning next time their apartments come up in the trivia portion. Sykes' apartment is one of the old sets from Cagney and Lacey. Parentheses here. The police station in Sykes' apartment, namely, parentheses, Cagney's apartment was used as his in the series. Cool. And that's very cool. Very nice. May or may not influence the name of the street of his building is located on. Very cool. And then he follows up with, thought I'd throw it out there if any interest. Again, thanks for doing the podcast. And in one of my favorite TVCs of all time, and being able to reflect back on the episode and listen to others who share the same interests is great. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Mike. Really appreciate your comments, and I didn't know that Cagney and Lacey, and that's really cool. That's actually pretty cool. I wonder if it is any relation. Lacey Street? Had it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They always have, what do you call those, Easter eggs in, yes. in shows? Yep. So. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. All right, our next email is from Dion. Dion says, hey, in episode 17, can you guys talk about George giving birth to Vesna, his youngest child? In the movies, Vesna seemed to disappear into a cage. I think that storyline was badly written, and Vesna should have grown since the series because Emily grew into a teenager around 14 years old. So that means Vesna would have been around four years old. I think also that Vesna should have been visible 
in the series and especially in the movies. I heard that there was a, a unaired a movie, the fifth movie, The Change, that was about this. Instead, it made it into a book also titled The Change. But this really should have been a movie. It would have been the best movie of all the Alienation movies. Can you guys discuss the storyline on the podcast? I love your podcast. Keep up the good work. Dion. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, Vesna was a... Was a you're right. I mean, because she was in, obviously, season one. And then in the two movie movies, they put her into incubation cocoon. And she's kind of forgotten about in the series. And if you remember, at the end of season one, she's part of that. She's there with the flowers when they come. But I don't think she smelled them. So it didn't really affect her because only Susan and, and Emily went up to smell the flowers. They didn't, like, carry that nut to right. them. So I think she's okay. But she gets definitely put into an incubation. They never said how long. So, I mean, technically, it could be years. And that's why we don't see her. It, you know, maybe she has to cook a little bit longer inside this <laughs> cocoon before. I don't know. Um but I do agree. It would have been nice to see. But Her I grow a little bit. I understand why they pulled it out, you know, because it is another character that they had to do a story for, and they already have so many other characters. And honestly, I would have preferred that they stuck with like they did with all the main characters, and we didn't really have to have a Vesna story. Right. Um, but as you mentioned, there is a Vesna story in the change, so we get something to look forward to when we read. It'll be very cool to continue that storyline. But uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on Vesna and? Again, I, I haven't seen the TV movies, yes. so it's hard for me to comment on it. Um, well, she disappears, so right. what's your See, thought I, of her I just know. being... Just vanishes? She just vanishes. I mean, there's an explanation for it. Right. I mean, can they go maybe a little bit into it, a little bit more, I guess? I mean, from what my brother told me, uh, yeah. But I, I do understand, you know, again, um, you roll with it. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know it, it was neat. You know, in the series, last few episodes building up to her being here and all yes. that. That was neat. Yes. Her being born and all that. And then the very last episode with the, that flower. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so again, yeah. I mean, I would like to see a, a regular reoccurrence, I guess. It'd be neat to see her starting to grow. You know, yes. like you said, Emily grew a little bit. You know, Buck obviously grew a little bit. Um, but, you know, again, like you said, I mean, even who knows with budge, budget issues and cost issues. Yeah. And, you know, I think you even told me that the Vesna, she wasn't in a lot because she was expensive. I mean, yes. you, you know, actual, for the actual animatronic doll. doll was really expensive. So that's why she wasn't in there, too. So, I mean. Yeah, but I also heard rumors that she got damaged and she was too expensive to make a new one. Yeah. And that's so, why they put her. Because, you know, when the series was over, the TV series, that was it. They didn't think they were coming back. So they got rid of it. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, we want a TV movie. And they're like, uh, uh, crap, we can't make another Vesna because she was expensive. a lot of money, right. So I think that's what it was. And then they're like, well, let's just write her out. We'll just put her in an incubator cocoon for that movie. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, we want another movie and another movie. And so they just never really brought her back. They just kind of set her aside. And I understand that budget-wise. Right. You know, if we had to lose Vesna, which is not preferred, but if we had to lose her for better quality special effects or – to get another actor there, you know, one of the other main characters. Right. I'd rather go that route instead. But I do understand your point, Dion, and, and great question, and keep uh, keep those emails coming. We got another one from Data Logan. Yes, thank you so much, Data. Thank you. Uh, it says, great review of this episode. One thing I would add, I love the name Contact for this episode. I remember that episode. I love that episode. It fit with so many of the different storylines going on in the episode. Firstly, most obviously for the sci-fi show, there was a transmitted contact with Alien Probe. Interesting how in a society where alien life is already proven to exist, many of the science nerds in the episodes are still excited about the possibility of contact with alien life. 
That's true. That's funny, right? That That is funny. (laughs) They live with us, but hey, we're going to meet someone else. No, that's good. Good, funny. He concludes with, but the episode is about so much more than that. It's about other forms of contact, like Sykes' contact with his uncle in the form of an old trunk. Or some of the first initial contact we see between Sykes and Kathy as friends. Or Kathy trying to feel some connection with her parents slash ancestors. And even the Franciscas are talking about how they feel connected to Earth and how they would change with a new baby. I just love when some little one-word title can contain so much meaning. Totally agree with you. I have nothing to add. It was I think that's very cool when they can, when a title has double or triple meaning in the episode. It's not just one particular thing. Yeah, great, great information data. I mean, nailed it, buddy. <laughs> nailed it. All right, we got another one from Dion. It says, hey, uh, it would have been awesome to put in an episode between partner and real men because it felt like the baby episodes were quick. First pod, then bang, a baby. The episode could have been more about the struggles people go through while pregnant. Also adding a flashback into the past of the first child George and Susan had uh, in the ship. What happened in their first pregnancy George and Susan had. Uh, show a little about the life they had on a slave ship. Susan should have been more present in this episode. At least they're when George uh, had their baby. Uh, see the first child, they did not have to worry about overseers taking Vesna away from them. The ending of Roman was not the best. Uh, I would have liked uh, for the end scene to end with George and his newborn. George is in the hospital bed, newborn baby Vesna is in his arms. Susan, Buck, and Emily standing around George's bed. Uh, plus Matt joining in to chanting about the safe arrival of baby Vesna and Tank Denise. Man, there was so much the producers could have done with an awesome sci- science fiction show like Alienation. Best wishes, Dion from Sweden. Um, yes, uh, I actually liked the end of Real Man. I, I, I mean, Matt Sykes is the main character, and so is George. So obviously George is going to accidentally you know, have an early pregnancy. He's going to give birth, and Matt's going to have to. I mean, that was written on the wall. Yep. So, I mean, we knew that that, it was all funny and it got serious and had some sweet moments. I mean, I do like your version of it, of them having the baby safely. But I still think, I I do like the way it originally played out with Matt being the one delivering the baby. You know, Susan obviously couldn't be there because they had no plan to, you know, they were planning to have that baby in that space. Remember the space with the rock and the trees? Yeah, where they... Yeah, the, the sounds of the yeah. creatures, and and they they that was where they're going to plan the to be. So they had planned to you know to have a baby there. You know but. what, Dion? It's just like me and my family. When my son was born, he was six and a half weeks early. We were unexpected. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have the bags packed or nothing because we we're like, oh, we got time, but it just happens, you know. So yeah. same thing. So so I but, thought that was more real, right? Right, you know, more realistic. A, and you know, and and it was a good bonding moment between Sykes and George. So. Can't fault them. And you're right. I mean, the stories can go any which way in Alienation. And yes, if it would have gone on continued past season one, I'm sure we would have had some amazing stories. You know, they were ready to tell stories. So I want to thank you guys for sending us emails. Um, there, We obviously got more, for, especially from Data Logan. Thank you so much. And I'm so sorry I didn't. I'm really bad at responding just because I've been so busy. Uh, I do get all the emails you guys get. And I swear promise from here on out you send me an email i may not answer questions or i will just reply to it saying at least i got it and to thank you very much um so yeah go ahead and continue to send emails to us like i said our our email address is alienationpodcast at gmail.com and we will read them on a future listener comment uh, podcast because we will do more of these um 
Uh, more frequently than yes, I Yes, it won't be two years, two years before we do our first one. <laughs> so we will, I'll get a, we'll get a handful. Like every six months, maybe. Yeah, we'll get a handful know. of comments and we'll, uh, have we'll a, go have that a, route. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the last thing we want to do, we want to share some of our iTunes reviews. Again, you can go to iTunes and leave us a review, preferably four to five stars. And positive would be nice, but we do accept constructive criticism. So if you're not happy with something or if you want us to change something, by all means, let us know. Um, if you don't like me, tell me. Yes. <laughs> like I said, we accept everything. Constructive man. criticism. Right. We just want you to bash on us because you don't like the way we sound or the way we laugh or whatever. Or that we're always, you know, I love every episode, which is true. But no, he does really love every episode. <laughs> I'm just, you can bash him on that. I give you permission. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to read through some of these uh, iTunes reviews that were left for us. So we really appreciate it. And these are only from the U.S. iTunes. If you have left us a review on another country's iTunes, I'm going to cover that in the next uh, listener comment cool so here we go the first one is titled thank you and it's by dmmc they gave us five stars woohoo thank you loving the podcast nearly as much as i love the series thanks guys for doing a great job thank you so much for leaving that fantastic comment and giving us five stars really appreciate it and loving our podcast almost as much as the series that's pretty that's cool, big, yeah. man. That's pretty, you know, I mean, they actually like us. <laughs> the title of this one was, This was a great show while on TV for just a brief time by Dave Kill, and he gave us five stars. Woo-hoo. Yes! Oh, um, he put, I'm glad I found the Alienation podcast. It's like seeing the episodes again with a couple of friends. Yay! That's what we planned. That's what we wanted to do. You are in the U.S. If you want to come down and do an episode <laughs> with us, you can come down, I'm man. Inviting you. You can come down. That's an open invite. We're not going to play for pay for a plane ticket. No, but you can come down. If you're in Southern California, you have a place to come hang out and do us. alienation with us. <laughs> contact my brother. <laughs> All right. Our next iTunes review says, "At last," and it's by Captain Murdoch. Who gave us five stars? Yeah. yeah. I was an avid watcher of Alienation. Sad when it went off the air all too soon. Although the two decades since have seen some fantastic science fiction series, this show holds a special place in my heart. Hearts with an S because there's Ooh, two of them. good call. Uh, and Darko and Celine, bless you both. <laughs> and then he has one here. I'll have my brother try to say it. I think it's Tank Denise. Oh, what are we doing here? <laughs> right here. No. What? There we go. How about there you that? Go. That's his take to these. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Captain Murdoch, for those uh, wonderful comments. Really appreciate you um, enjoying our podcast and giving us five stars. You know what? It means a lot to us, man. I mean, we, we do this for you guys. You know, we, we love alienation. Well, we do it for us. No, I'm right. saying we love alienation, but we do it, yes. you know. We want to share our the, love. Our love of alienation. alienation. So I'm glad yes. you guys, you know. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, this one's titled, I'm a newcomer, period, period, period. To this podcast by Brian G nine five eight one. Guess what? Five stars. Woo-hoo, we like yeah. five stars. He put. I've only heard the pilot episode and haven't watched a series since the last TV movie aired. But this podcast brings back great memories. The podcast is done by two brothers who share a love of the genre. I highly recommend it. All right, dude, nailed it. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. Just I like, just love, what I was saying earlier, man. We love, we love the show. Yeah, we and love. we want to bring it for you guys. So. Yes, and we want to share our love. Yep. All right, next up, we have our good buddy from Twitter, Edward German. He uh, gave us five stars, so thank you so much, Edward. (laughs) He says, this is a great podcast. I've been listening to it when it first started on day one. I was a fan of the original TV series from the late 80s, 
the brothers, Kenny and Jeff. I think he means Michael. Uh, you can call me Jeff. It's cool, man. We're, we're still we're still cool. <laughs> really have researched this program very well and present so many interesting facts of the series that even I didn't know. This podcast came at a time when I was looking for something new and interesting and the Alienation cast fitted the bill. Thank you so much, Edward, for your kind comments and yeah, for the five stars. Very cool, man. Thank you very much. This one is titled Awesome! Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. By Tectons. Nice. Five stars. Yay! Yeah! He put, uh, keep up the good work, guys. I've been a fan since I was eight years old. I'm 30 now. Got my overseer's tattoo. Hardcore tech needs for life. Thanks for the awesome podcast. I know. When I saw that, I was like, ooh, maybe I should get a ta- an overseer's tattoo. See, now check this out, man. <laughs> you got the wheels turning, dude. I mean, my brother and I are both fan of the of the tattoo arts. Yes. Yes. Um, and this fits right up our alley, I think, with what I don't know we if have. I do it though around my wrist. I don't know if I can no. If I would do, it'd go like maybe around my ankle, Ooh, ankle or something. Would be good. Yeah. That so would be cool. job does not allow us to do that, but um, yeah. absolutely, I'm. You know what? If I get around my ankle, I'm taking a picture. Send us an email, <laughs> and I will send it to you. I'm gonna get it done. Oh, that's such a bad thing. I don't care. It's a good no, call. No, it is good but... call. Because <laughs> now my, like you said, the my wheels brain, are turning. My wheels going now. That's right. Where, where am I gonna put it? <laughs> oh, good. All right, our next iTunes review is titled, Oh, It Brings Me Back, by The Rabbit Slayer. Much better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got, guess what? Five stars. Woohoo! Five Yay-o! stars. Five stars. You two brothers are fun to listen to. If you have never seen the show, you should listen. If you have seen the show or movie or TV movies, you should listen. If nothing else, this cast will take you back. Great podcast, guys. Thank you so much. Man. Love it. You guys are awesome. Oh, yeah. We got I mean, great, you guys great, are great listeners. awesome. Yeah. I, I'm speechless, man. You guys are <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. Okay, here we go. The next one. Ready? A proper quality podcast by Nonetheless. I love that name, Nonetheless. And you know what we got? Five stars. No, we got two. No, I'm just kidding. We got five. <laughs> we, got, we got five. I'm just kidding. Thank you very much. We got five. And uh, they write. I couldn't be happier to have found this podcast, especially as I'm currently rewatching Alienation series that I haven't seen since my youth. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> I love the sci-fi 1990s and social aspects of the show so much, and I'm glad this brother super fan duo is on the level two. That's us. We're super duo. Super duo. <laughs> Good call. I dig how they throw in tidbits of trivia in each of their impressions of the episodes, too. Who would have guessed 20-year-old TV show would have a modern fan base not i but sign me up oh he keeps going yeah keeps going sorry (laughs) here we go this tv show is detailed and layered and was so well developed and yet so 90s that i thought i was one of the only people left who ever remembered it let alone still think about it when searching for the theme song on itunes i stumbled upon this show and glad I did. Exclamation point. Woohoo! Glad you found it too. I'm already halfway through all these podcast episodes. Exclamation point. It's great. Exclamation point. I have to do that because that's an <laughs> emphasis. You know, you gotta you gotta feel the story, what he's saying, right? So I'm doing that. Yes. I love how the brothers seem so happy when discussing alienation. It lightens my mood, and I know I'm smiling while listening. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what we want. This is one of the things that I've had a hard time nerding out with others (laughs) i like that nerding out with others because no one seemed to be into as much as i glad to know that there's a group of us out there that not only are into alienation the tv show but does their research and cranks out 
or geeks out to high quality podcasts. Explanation point. It's a rare gem that I'm quite thankful to have found. Dude, nonetheless, you're awesome. You rock. Dude, or that. Do that, do that, <laughs> whatever. You rock, yes. man. That's that's awesome. Really appreciate those comments. Again, you know what? And any of you guys, honestly, if you're out there and you want to come in and do like a guest spot, I don't think my brother will have a problem no, with No, no, what I was thinking, maybe we can revisit episodes. Bring that a fan be. in. Bring a fan in and do a revisit, a revisit like, of their episode. favorite episode. Ooh. So if you guys are interested in joining us, all it takes is Skype. Uh, if you have the ability to record your own voice, that would be fantastic. But if not, I can record it through Skype, uh, headphones, and a microphone. Or come live. Or um, Well, yeah, that's always possible, too. If you live out in L.A., or, LA yeah, you can definitely come to my place when my brother comes and visits, and we can do a live uh, podcast together. You know what? I think that's actually a really good idea because some of these res- – I mean, these are great oh, yeah. responses. And yeah, I would yeah. love to meet you in person, man. I mean – I feel like we're friends already, you know? So, <laughs> yes. Good job. All right, next. And this is our final iTunes review. It says, A great show deserves a great podcast by PSI Master. And we got one, two, three, four, five stars. Five stars. So, uh, thank you so much. It says, Thank you for producing a podcast about this awesome TV show. I really enjoy listening to your show and being reminded about how great the show really was. Uh, yes. I particularly like the social flaws and strengths that were highlighted in the show. Racism, narrow-mindedness, violence, intolerance, but also grace, love, friendship, and acceptance. There was a lot of depth in the storylines. This podcast brought these aspects to the forefront, and I believe that anyone who was a fan of the show or who wants to gain a better appreciation for it will enjoy and benefit from this production. And Boom. I totally agree <laughs> with you. That's one of the main reasons why I love the show, because yeah. of all the social issues and it brings to light, you and, know. And again, like my brother mentioned, it's relevant today. Yes, it's you know? still 20 years later and it's still, it can come on. It, would be it on could come on today and yes. be just as big, if yeah. not bigger, than it was in 1989. It probably would be bigger. But now. that's my point. Yeah. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. So, yeah, I totally agree. Man, good yeah, stuff. Good, good stuff. All right, well, that is it for our listener comments. Like I said, you guys rock. Um, I'm sorry that it took a little longer. And I know some of these emails are a few years old, but uh, we knew we would get to them eventually. And I promise I will do better at responding to your guys' emails because I haven't gotten an email. I don't think I got any from last year. Yeah. So I think that kind of gave up on me. We uh, apologize. And I apologize for that. So if you go ahead and send us emails about your favorite episode, your favorite character, um, we will definitely jump in there. And actually, we're going to start doing podcasts, uh, little mini podcasts on uh, characters. Yeah. So we'll character profiles. I yes. Think, right? Yeah. We're going to do like a George Francisco and then we'll talk about his growth throughout the entire season one through the series, stuff like that. Uh, those will be really shorter. But if you guys want to send in comments for those, you can send in written comments. You can send verbal comments and me an MP3 of your of your favorite character and why he's your favorite or she's your favorite. Um, we just want to get stuff from you guys. Uh, like I said, with the iTunes reviews, it, it's great if you can leave us reviews because what it does is it pops us into certain lists. So it makes us more visible. Uh, a lot of people, as you guys are aware, aren't really um, Alienation fans. They don't know about the series because it is 20 years old. So if you were not born in the 80s, even that, late 70s, even that's pushing 80s, it, yeah, because yeah, that would make you about 10 when it right. came out. 
then you know you're not going to really know about this series unless you're a really hardcore science fiction fan and you have a brother who or a sister who or a mom and dad who loved it back then guilty and and they're letting you watch it you know and you you found it through that so we need to spread the word and like michael said we really want to get a 20 year reunion movie Oh, absolutely. What happened now? It'll be amazing. We can do it. It still can happen. Oh, yeah. All the actors are still around and available, and uh, I'm sure they would love to do it. So uh, definitely, let's let's raise the profile of Alienation so everybody knows the series. Because someone's going to see that and hear that and go, whoa, wait a minute. We can do it. We can be the voice. Yes. We can do it. So go ahead and send all your emails. I've mentioned the email address. It's uh, alienationpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a, a, a preferably four to five star review on iTunes. Or you can tweet us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet us your favorite characters. Um, just go crazy. Let's just start talking alienation. And if you're interested, again, like my brother said about revisiting episodes and you want to actually be part of it. Oh, yes. Do not hesitate. To contact us. Yes. Let us let us know. We definitely love to revisit some episodes. I mean, you know, revisit 15 with Wanda, man. I'm gonna I'll call in for that one, right? I mean <laughs> I, I, I feel you guys own. are with me on that. We're gonna revisit somewhere else. I, I think see, I think I'll we might even start off and, and I'll do, do 15, 15 with Wanda. Wanda. <laughs> I think we might even start off with a we might even do it ourselves. You know, I know some of our favorite episodes. Yeah, yeah. some of you guys might be shy. We'll start it off. But uh, (laughs) I think that'd be that's a great idea. And it could get you guys more involved, you know. Um, Well, I mean, yeah, because eventually we're going to run out of topics here because there's only five TV movies, which we are going to be splitting into two episodes each. Um, And then there are the five novels and there's the comic book series, which there's like I think there's five different series, four episodes each, four comic books each. But. You know, that stuff's going to take a little longer for us because we have to read uh, or, you know, we barely have time to do that now. So that's going to take those. It's going to take a longer. Once we finish these five TV movies, our podcast is going to we're going to start doing profiles. We're going to start doing revisits. Stuff. We, we, yeah, we're going to have to do stuff in between before we while can we do read the a books. book. Re- yes. Right. Why we read the books. Yeah. So that's going to take a while. So we definitely need material or we're going to have to go on hiatus again. And we don't like going on hiatus. And we know you guys don't like us going on hiatus. So we need material for. Those hiatus and suggestions, ideas, you know, anything. Let's, let's keep it going. Alienation podcast at gmail.com. Let's keep it going, people. Yep. All right. So I think that is going to do it for this podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening to us. We're sorry for our few month delay or hiatus there. We will be back, like I said, with the, the uh, first half of Dark Horizon review. Uh, which Michael has not seen, which I'm super excited to show him. Very stoked. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Mike. But before we go, always remember, we're back. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah! Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts Kenny, Simon, and Al discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Emmy. And we, we are, are the Slayerettes. The Slayerettes is a retrospective podcast and one of the greatest shows of all time. Buffy, Buffy the, the Vampire, Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Basically, we go through every episode and discuss it. What we loved, what we hated, and the things that make us think. There will be spoilers. I tend to go into the deeper stuff. And I tend to get stuck on stuff like Joyce's hair and Buffy's jacket. 
And we invite you to join in on the conversation. You can find our podcast on iTunes as well as our website, www.slayerettes.com. And if you're a social media lover, you can find us on Tumblr, Facebook, and Twitter as well. So if you're a fan of Buffy and you're looking for other Buffy fans, or if you're just looking for a handy companion for your next rewatch, then look no further. Because we are the Slayerettes. Rewatching and discussing TV's finest moments. We hope you join us. Alien Nation, the newcomer's podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. Hello, it's time for another episode of the Alienation Podcast. The new- I haven't seen it in such its original broadcast. I haven't seen... Yeah, because he actually hosts a movie review... He actually hosts a movie review... Great podcast. You... A great pro... A gr-